Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys. Welcome to episode 360 now. Wow. 360 of the Ron and Don Show. He's Ron Upshaw. I'm Don O'Neill. And don't forget, we're live from the Metrop Studio. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, if you want to get in touch with us, yeah, we love being your friends, your broadcasters, also your real estate agents. And, and Ron, if people are thinking about real estate in 2022 and what will we do in 2022, uh, how can they reach out? Well, you can hit me up at uh, ron at windermere.com right now uh, or just go to the website, ronandonsitdown.com, and we can schedule a sit-down. Let me talk to people that have been thinking about selling. It's been rolling around in the back of your mind. Maybe you have a friend or a coworker that sold and they moved to Idaho or they moved to, down into Arizona or, or whatever they did, and you're like, wow, that looked pretty interesting. Seems like that would be a good move for me. Now is the time. We were meeting with our, our boss the other day who's been in the business over 32 years. He said th- there has never, in, his, in our lifetime basically, there has never been a better time to sell a piece of real estate in the Pacific Northwest than right now. And uh, I'm not going to argue with him. He's one of the smartest guys I know in, in real estate terms. And so th- this is unprecedented. So if you've thought about that, you're like, yeah, I'll get to that whenever. Now's the time to get to it. Because we can't guarantee what's going to happen in the future. But right now, as we do this podcast, greatest time in our lifetimes to sell a piece of real estate in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Hey, uh, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we're going to talk about uh, your life being leverage uh, and how important that is in a real estate transaction. Also, we're going to talk about something that Governor Inslee wants to do when it comes to misinformation, when it comes to elections. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. And I'm just asking, I'm going to try to share this. With a, in a really open, non-judgmental way. And I know that there's people that listen to this podcast that have not been vaccinated, you have not been boosted, and you have your reasons for that. And for some people, it's because of your, you, how you feel about your own immune system. Uh, for other people, it, there might be a political angle to it, or you feel like your freedom's been taken away. And we could sit here and go back and forth, and, and, and we could all make points. And, and I think I understand most of the points and, and most of the arguments. I, I want to share this, though, and I hope that everybody will have an open mind as I share this. Early on in the, in the pandemic, when this all started, people would ask themselves, remember this online? And, and I think it's important to look at the historic things we said to each other. Do you know anybody that has this? Is this thing even real? It seems as common as the common flu. Uh, I don't know anyone that's died from it. I don't even know anyone that didn't come into work or uh, didn't show up because they had COVID-19. I'm hearing about other people having COVID-19 or this, this thing's happening in other parts of the country, but I'm not seeing this in my own backyard. Now we fast forward to today. Very good friend of mine. She's in her 40s. Her husband was not vaccinated. Five kids together. I watched her this morning burn the family furniture in a big fire pit. 
Dad got COVID. Dad was very political. He asked his kids to promise to not get vaccinated before they put him on the ventilator. He was very young, not even 50, pretty healthy, very anti-vax. And he just passed away. The family is burning the furniture. Two of the kids refused to get vaccinated because they promised their dad they, they would not get vaccinated. So mom gets to be in the middle of that. State trooper, Washington State Patrol, 22 years. One of the finest troopers out there. Everyone said so. His colleagues, the community. Chief Batiste. We know that because uh, Chief Batiste has written his eulogy. He is one of the troopers that went down to Olympia, left his boots, and said, this is about my freedom, and you're taking my freedom away, and freedom's not free. And so I am walking away from an agency that I dearly love and care about. Dead from COVID-19. 51 years old. Not vaccinated. Anti-vax. Pro-freedom. Local firefighter here, same story. Same exact story. A young local firefighter. I'm not saying their names because I don't think it's helpful to embarrass families. And when it's time to grieve, it's time to grieve. I don't, I, I don't agree with, with firefighters and police officers and all that stuff becoming political footballs when somebody has just died. But I do agree about having a conversation about this down the road. Three colleagues of mine, dead. Very, very anti-vax. I could share their names. They did lots and lots of radio shows about not getting vaccinated and about freedom, and all three of them are dead. I now know people that have died. I know people who have personally died. I know people who have had COVID-19. I know people who have died. I don't know anyone that has died that was double-vaxxed and boosted. I know that's happened because I read about it, but I know that's not the norm. And I also know that I'm in the media. And people love to blame things on social media. And you know what? I, or they love to blame things on me and Ron. People in the media, they blame us guys in the media. And maybe we are partly to blame. I'm open to that. But when do we start blaming social media that all of us have a hand in? I think there are more people dead today, not because of the media in the way that the mainstream media has been framed, which politicians do because that's what you do to get elected. You have to create division and strife. You have to create a problem, and then you're the solution. That's what's happened here. And what's weird is we, when we all do get together in our neighborhoods on a Zoom call, Even when we disagree with one another, we find out that we're actually more similar than we are uh, different. 
but we've allowed so many wedges to be driven in our families and our friendships over COVID-19. I would ask people out there right now, there's a young lady up north that listens to this podcast, and she knows, who's, she knows who she is. And she is an anti-vax girl, and she's not been vaccinated, and nobody in her family has, and she was going to see her mom, and they didn't believe in COVID-19, and now her mom is very, very, very sick, and she can't go see her mom. And we don't know if her mom's going to make it. Now that we know people that have had COVID-19, Now that we've had a chance to blame it on people like us that have been in the media 25 and 30 years, is there some responsibility that you and I must take for the things that we've written or said on social media or maybe some of the stances that we've taken? And I'm telling you right now, as a man who's been in therapy for, uh, for the last four and a half years, it is okay to change your position. Ron and I try to change our position all the time. On our previous podcast, Ron and I were talking about Facebook and platforms and the power that they have. And are those platforms evil for, for, for spreading misinformation themselves? Or are they just platforms? And it's the people behind that information. And that was in our last podcast. You can go back and listen. to it. All I'm asking is for people to, to reconsider. Now that you probably know people that have had this disease, and you probably know someone that's died from it. Just reconsider. Reconsider vaccination. Reconsider getting boosted. Reconsider. Stop listening to people on MSNBC and Fox and CNN, everyone that's taking information and entertaining you with it. Because most of them are not doctors. Most of them are not medical experts. But most of them make a lot of money teeing off on people that are doctors and are medical experts like Dr. Fauci. 50 years, man, of keeping people alive, going all the way back to Ebola, all the way back to HIV. All that dude has done is helped keep people alive. And now he's been politicized and beat down. And now his message can't be heard. If this helps one person reconsider, then I think I've done my job here. We'll see you on the other side. Life comes at you fast. If it's time to downsize, upsize, or right-size your home, it all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. Hi, I'm Kim Webb. Hi, I'm Kendall Webb. I'm actually from Colorado. We had always hoped that someday we would be able to move here. And when COVID hit, he was able to request to work remotely permanently. We found a house that we absolutely fell in love with. And so what that created was a situation where, shoot, we're not prepared to sell the house in Duval, but we're going to have to do that quick. We did the Ron and Don sit down. Ron stepped right in, sent us all the comp information. Don sent us a list of all the things that we needed to begin to consider. Don, he was all over my property. Uh, helping me uh, get the the landscaping pulled together, um, making sure that it was going to show well. We ended up placing it on the market where we felt we would be happy uh, if we got that number. And as it turned out on offer review day, we had five offers that were well over 
our expectations. We were absolutely ecstatic. The sale price was 55K over ask, and that just blew us away. They negotiated the absolute best price we could have gotten for that home. We are so grateful and so happy and so pleased. When you're ready to sit down and strategize about your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. People ask me, how do you put up with these two? My answer, good snacks and video games. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Don't forget, if you need us, uh, just reach out. Yeah, ronanddonsitdown.com. You can email me directly, ron at windermere.com, especially if you're thinking about selling a piece of real estate. Now's the time. Now is the best time in our lifetime uh, to sell a piece of real estate. And if your property has lots of work to do, a lot of the properties we work on have lots of work to do and don't work. That's why we're here. We're going to meet you where you're at. We're just move forward and get it figured out. Also, sometimes people are embarrassed because they have a property where maybe they just have lots of stuff and you've held on to lots of stuff over the years. Or maybe you have deferred maintenance, meaning man, your roof needs to be replaced or the deck's gone. I love that kind of stuff, you guys. I love those properties. So anyway, reach out to us, Ron, at windermere.com. And uh, don't be shy, don't be bashful, and do not be embarrassed, okay? Because uh, we deal with that all the time. Governor Inslee uh, saying that he supports a bill in the Washington State Legislature that says, Ron, we've been talking about misinformation when it comes to elections and misinformation about elections. He wants to step in and do something. Is this pure political theater, or do you think the state of Washington has the power to create a movement? Uh, I hope they do, because this is the issue of our day. And, and that, that I don't know how it could be. This, this, this sword cuts both ways. In other words, there, there's misinformation all, all around. And um, so if you had a bill that is just fair, meaning that there's no, it's not like the bill would say, if you're a Democrat, you can have misinformation, but if you're a Republican, you can't have misinformation. If it's just, if it's, if it's unilateral in that way of just saying, if something, I don't know how you could be opposed to, and I haven't seen the language in this bill. How could you be opposed to saying you're not, a, we don't want demonstrably false things published uh, into the world. How, what's the, what's the counterpoint to that? Like, what's the other side? What's the other argument to that? Well, who, then who's the arbitrator of what information is misinformation? Well, that, that, that's the devil's in the details. That's where you have to f- write out the process by which something uh, is true or false. But a lot of things, it, there wouldn't have to be an elaborate deal saying the 2020 election was stolen. That's easily provably false. Saying that 10,000 athletes have died from getting uh, the, the COVID vaccine. Easily provable that that is false. So there, there's, there are a lot of these things that um, are just out and out lies. And so that would just be very easy to disprove. Yeah, but you know, easily provable is different than uh, easily getting people to agree with what you think is easily provable. No, I understand that. And, and there would need to be some sort of appeal process that says, if you took down my thing... And then I can prove that it is actually true. Then it gets reinstated. Like there's a lot of lawyers that we need to be involved with writing this out. But but we're we're now at the stage of the game 
where if people don't recognize that there are operations in foreign countries that all that they hire hundreds of, of young savvy programmers, all they do is invent fake information with nice looking graphics and they set up dummy accounts on every social media platform and post stuff all day long, uh, 24 seven and, and wait to see which one becomes viral. If you don't think that's real, like you're crazy. And the more American Patriot sounding the face group book is, the more likely that it is a troll farm. So if you're joining up with a group that's like, Jesus lives in the heartland, freedom, patriot group of America, yeehaw, apple pie, baseball, and Chevrolet, facebookgroup.org, that's a troll farm. Like, that is a troll farm. And so the more radically sounding it is... Or that's my nephew's Facebook page that there's only two people on. Hey, it's Ron Don here with Mitch Weeks. He's the official mortgage guy of the Ron Don Nation, Mitch.loans. Mitch, is it ever too early to start this process? Because I had a buyer here recently that we're about to put an offer in on, on their new house, and they show up and go, what do you think? I'm a new truck. And I was like, what do you mean you got a new truck? Isn't it great? I got a new truck. It's like, oh, why did you do that right before you're going to buy a house? They just they hadn't talked to you yet. They didn't know that was a bad thing to do. It is a bad thing to do. Any financing of large items is a bad idea during the closing process. Um, so it's never too early to talk to someone like me and talk about what it means to finance a house and what are the shortcomings of doing things like buying a truck close to closing. <laughs> yeah, so go to Mitch.loans right now. Uh, Mitch will help you get pre-qualified, pre-underwritten, and also save half a percent on your new loans. Mitch.loans, NMLS, 169-1573. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. As you know, uh, we are licensed brokers. This is the referral business. Uh, we want to thank everybody out there that has just referred us to other people. Especially my friends like Scott Mary Douglas, always referring us. Uh, Joe and Jennifer Kenny, always referring us. And always telling people what a great job we do. We've got to live up to that. We have our friends and family out there referring us. So it's a referral business. If you know somebody out there that could use our help, just reach out to Ron. You can write him, Ron at Windermere.com. And we can help. We've helped with a lot of estates this year, too, for, for kids. Mom, let's say, is in a, or dad could be in a care facility somewhere, and it's up to kids to sell the estate. Uh, we've done that a number of times this year. In fact, we just did it for a 105-year-old. That's still alive. That was one of our most complex, but maybe one of our uh, best deals. It is, I don't know about you. It is so thrilling to... Uh see the delivery of a, of a very big check to a family like that yep. where they just go wow yeah that's incredible thank you guys yeah that is incredible anyway if you need us right around ron at windermere.com we have buyers playbook sellers playbook and we are not hard sales salesmen if we're a good team let's work together and if not uh we'll find you somebody that'll be a good uh, teammate for you okay uh before we get out of here uh today i thought it'd be interesting to talk about a sit down that we did this week we did a sit down with a young man that I know very well. He's in law enforcement, uh, and he was a superstar player over at WSU. Played some football. Now he coaches. Go Cougs! And uh, he also recruits for the Washington State Patrol. We got to sit down with our good friend Nolan, his wife Morgan, and you know what they were thinking is, hey, we just want to. 
kind of see where we are right now in the marketplace. If we want to hang on to the home that we bought, do we want to sell this? Do we want to hang on to this and leverage it into something else and maybe a different neighborhood that we'd like to live in? They have a little girl and who knows how many more kids on the way. And I think that's all I'll share kind of privately about them. Uh, but Ron, maybe just talk in general terms, not about their financing or what we've learned, but how cool it was to sit down and kind of assess where they were. And as young people, they have done a lot of hard work to get to where they are in their late 20s. I wish I was that far along in my oh, late man. 20s. And the, me. And the sit down was good because what we learned is maybe we're not ready to go and sell and buy right now, but let's come up with a game plan because this is where we want to live. This is what we do with the current piece of real estate that really is leverage. And do we leverage up? Do we hang on to that and rent it out? It was really a cool discussion to have with them. This yeah, week. I'm going to use an analogy if I can, uh, and then jump in again because there's specifics to this deal. There's this this uh, author that I have, and I think I lent you the book one time. His name is Dr. Kelly Start. He wrote a book uh, called The Supple Leopard, and he's a a, a big uh, uh, workout guy. I think he owns a CrossFit gym, but his theory is, and it's a weird title for a book, but he's like, if you look at um, a creature like a leopard in the jungle. They are just ready to roll. If they need to pounce on something, they're ready to pounce. If they need to run really fast, they're ready to run really fast. If they need to jump really high or go into battle, whatever the circumstance is, they are at the ready. And um, he's like, you never see a leopard that needs to stretch first uh, before they, they take off and try to catch dinner that night. It just doesn't happen. And so he's like, I wonder if human beings could be that way. And so he's created this uh, program, and he's written a really interesting book that's like, can you check in with your body and just see if you are a supple leopard? Or could you run right now if you needed to? Could you lift something that, that weighs a certain amount? Can you? Are you flexible and strong enough in these basic movements to where um, it, whatever's required of you of life? Can you go up a, a flight of stairs? If a building was on fire, could you run in there and rescue someone? Like whatever the circumstance of your life is, are you ready? And so that's what we sort of did uh, with your friend. It said, "Are you ready? If, if something happened right now, are you ready?" Because they talked about we have a dream of, a, of the type of place where we'd want to live. Um, we'd love to be able to see, have a view of the water. Let's say something fell in your lap tomorrow. Um, are you ready to pounce on it? The perfect house with the perfect view in the perfect neighborhood at the perfect price. And you've had this dream and you and your wife have been talking about it. And here it is. Are you ready to pounce on it? And most people are not ready to pounce on it. Most people uh, their eyes glaze over when they have to fill out a form or they have to get things in order. And if you live your life real estate wise or even investment wise, where you're ready to pounce when the time is to pounce, then the opportunity comes along. You're ready for it. Yeah. And to be ready for it, that means financially. So I'll give you a, an example. One of, one of my partners who's a CPA and I've talked about Joe before, he just, his finances are always updated. And so he can he can buy and sell anytime he wants to because the bank knows everything's updated and he just keeps his file updated. 
It's similar to when you go to see the doctor, and I don't know uh, which doctor you go see, but I have something called my chart, and I can go on my chart, and my doctor and I can talk back and forth. I had to have something cut out earlier this year, uh, a little bit of skin cancer on my back, so I was able to speak with my doctor about this. The way that I knew about the skin cancer is because I regularly go in and I have my doctor look under the hood. And I know I'm very fair skinned. So every six months, he just he looks at everything. And we have found skin cancer now a number of times. And we're able to take care of that. And because of that, so far, I get to live a, a good long life because we took care of it and the margins uh, were good. But if we hadn't been checking, I might have ended up like my Uncle Arnold who passed away from a piece of skin cancer that was just on his ear. He wouldn't go to the doctor, wouldn't go to the doctor, wouldn't go to the doctor. So everybody out there, go to your financial doctor. And whether it's the bank, whether it's a mortgage expert, uh, if you don't know those people, real estate experts like us can help you. Have them look under the hood at least one time a year so you know where you're at financially, what your leverage points are, what you could do. Because usually a piece of real estate, all of a sudden it just happens, and then we see people reacting to it, and they didn't do their financial work, so they don't even know if they can step in and afford it or not. And by the time it comes to market, and this market is so fast, many, many homes are sold in less than six days, sometimes three days. You don't have your ducks in order. That thing is sold and you missed it. Or, you know, right now we're in an up cycle in this market and you want to sell, but you feel like there's too many things to do to this house. And then where would I go? Where would I move? That's why financially one time a year in the same way that you go see your doc to look for skin cancer and other preventative things. You should be doing the same in, in your financial life. I'll give you the final, final thing. Yeah, this just, I was just coming, driving over here, talking to my sister. And she's like, you know that place two doors up from mom and dad's place? And I was like, yeah. She goes, we could have bought that two years ago for 280 grand. She goes, guess what it just sold for? And I said, I don't know, 380. And she goes, that person approached me to buy that place and we just weren't ready. And so I was like, well, if that happens again, call me. Like if that happens, like when you're over there talking to the neighbor and they want to sell you the place for two eighty, when it's you know, then call me. She's like, well, I just had a bunch of deferred maintenance, and they, you know, they hadn't updated the kitchen. I was like, call me because we got to be ready, and it happens all the time. Yeah. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Ron and Don Show. A couple things you could do for us that helps us. Number one, it's a referral business. So we really appreciate when you brag about us and you say that we had a great working relationship together. For instance, I was working on one of my houses in the U District and a woman from across the street said, boy, you're a hard worker. And I said, I appreciate that. She said, what do you do when you're not digging out basements with a shovel with your partners over here? I said, you know, I'm a real estate agent. And she said, well, my mom's up in years. She has this condo. She's been in over 30 years. She's 105 and we need to sell it. Uh, it has a reverse mortgage on it. Could you step into it and help us? And that's exactly what we did for this particular family. And now they're, they're telling everybody in the neighborhood about Ron and Don and about our real estate business and how helpful we were. So anyway, we appreciate that. It's a referral business. If you know anyone that could reach us uh, or need us, just reach out to Ron, ron at windermere.com. And we'd love to do a sit down with them today. All right. Really cool. Thanks for doing that. Also, when you hit subscribe, we're not selling your information. Ron writes, writes a newsletter. I write a newsletter. People seem to enjoy it. Uh, he writes one one week. I'll write one the next. 
And it just gives you an update on our lives and what's happening with myself and my family and Charlie the dog. Sometimes it's about real estate or sometimes it's just about things that we're noticing here in the great specific Northwest. And after doing 25 years of radio, we have a lot to say about this place we call home and uh, the things we love about it and the things we wish we could do, maybe together, from Cause Radio to make it better. RonandDon.com, Radio Real Estate, get signed up for the newsletter, hit subscribe, and then you get the Ron and Don Show live on your podcast player three days a week, Monday, Thursday. Head up, shoulders back, everything at RonandDon.com. We'll see you next time right here, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 On the Ron Don Radio Network.